0: Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Marr. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. Obviously, you know, we have to start talking about the amazing um, little chaser that you've got dusty charm I mean you just must be stoked with you know how well she's gone and in particular how well she's handling the 600
1: yes um well we we started her well we started off originally at Maitland but then she um, as a pup and did a metacarpal so then back to the drawing board and then um, there was some maiden heats coming up at gospels over the 400 so we put her in those and she came second in a heat and then was in the final and won that much to my amazement because she was up against <laughs> some really good dogs yep um she was paying 34 dollars i didn't oh, even wow. have a bet on. Huh? oh no <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it, it, it's not about that it was the wind you know and yeah the thrill of um me. yeah that's yep. it and um but yeah you know because she was up against some as I said, some good dogs and fast dogs, and yeah. Anyway, so yeah, but that we were stoked about that. And then um, after a while, we thought we'll step her up to the five hundred. Took her to Winnie. She had a trouble, bit of trouble going around the first corner there. Um, and we found out she uh, cracked her semi- uh, sesamoid bone. Oh, yep, yep. So so then we had to give her a bit of spell to get that. Um, you know, back and then so then we just bought her over the 400 again and then then uh, back to the 500 and she's done well over that and then yep. we could see that she was running out the 500 so then we thought, okay, we'll step her up. Yep. So the last few starts we've sort of chucked her in the deep end because she hadn't been to the gardens and so she did well there for us, winning first up and then... First guy of the 600 at Gosford, hadn't seen the 600, dead heated. Yep. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I was waiting, you know, anxiously for the result. <laughs> <laughs> I kept on saying to Luke Anderson, what's going on, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, and then, you know, um, coming second over on, on the 600 at, at the Garden, so. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're really stoked, and she's in again over the six hundred at the Gardens on Saturday night. So, yep. um, you know, hopefully
0: she'll improve because she's had a got a couple under a belt now. So, yep. And how? Um, how do you think she'll go from box one? Um,
1: she likes to be in the middle of the track. So, um, yeah, I think she'll. You know, she begins well. So yep. that makes a lot of difference as well. Yeah. So, um. I don't think the box one will do any harm to her. I mean, it might improve things. But, yep. um, yeah, you know, once you put them in the box, it's
0: all left up to them then. <laughs> That's so. right. Now, you, um, her mum, Smiley Sam, you know, I often see put um, posts up on Facebook about, you know, how proud you are of her, you know, for producing another win and that sort of thing. Tell me about how, um, how did you come about getting her? And in particular, how did you come about choosing Endo's Mac as a sire for her?
1: Well, uh, how we come to get Smiley Sam was, um, you know, in the past we've had another two brew bitches, oh, well, actually three brew bitches. You know, we had um, Starfire Lee, which has a cool mint bitch, yep. and then we had um, Miss Ostigley. Lee. She was out of... Um, the mint line as well, but side so to um, Brett Lee as well. So both those two bitches were um, out of Brett Lee, and then a daughter of um, Miss Ostie Lee was Wartissy Lucy, oh, who yeah. we bred out of. Who we bred out of as well. Yep. So um, and then when. The all the drama with Mike Baird in two thousand and sixteen, we had a store to Magic Sprite that we were going to use on my Tusi Lucy, but uh, we thought of oh, you know we could see, we had a feeling that things weren't going to go good. Yeah. So we decided to get, our uh, well, to see Lucy dissexed. So I still had this straw there, you know, and um, anyway, so then Peter says, oh, we need to sort of look for another line. And um, so he just kept on looking on greyhound data for a, a new broody. So um, Smiley Sam come up, but when he rang up about it, he just missed out on her. Um, and she went to South Australia, but then that fell through. So the uh, guy that owned Smiley said then got back in contact with Peter and said, Were well, we still interested? So, yeah, and that's how we come to get her five years ago as you know, just as a breeding um, proposition, yep. as a giveaway. So um, we just had to give the guy that we got her off a, a pup out of the first litter. Yep. So, yeah. No, that's awesome.
0: And,
1: yeah, so, um, and then how we went to Endos Mac, well, you know, Peter's, he's real up on the breeding, so he's just done done a heap
0: of test matings and whatever, <laughs> yep. and yeah, we decided to go to Endos Mac, so, and yep. you know, it's turned out for the good. Yeah, exactly, and he's throwing some um, really nice dogs at the moment too.
1: He certainly is, I don't understand why people aren't using him more you know like well he's a reasonably poor sire and yeah i just don't understand why he's not getting the bitches you know
0: but yeah exactly and um you've also got uh psychosonic out of that litter as well who uh, one thing i've noticed with them all they all have really good um strike rates like you know smiling sadie's got you know 38 percent you know dusty's got 35 psychosonic's got 32 like they they're (laughs) really consistent dogs aren't they
1: Yeah, yeah, we've been Psycho Sonic. Um, he's had a few, you know, niggly injuries, and just trying to keep him, you know, intact is, you know, where where Dusty Charm, she's been, you know, haven't had really any problems with her. So, um, and then um, Smiley Sadie, yeah, she's done well, but um, I don't know if she'll come back because she had a really bad injury. Um. Uh, late last year so yeah so she okay. might be just for the to the breeding barn yep
0: yep so Pete will be frivolously um researching uh, size will he <laughs> <laughs> oh well we don't we don't actually have smiley safety, oh, okay. so yep yep <laughs> no that's all good so tell me um tell me the story about how how did you get involved in in greyhound racing and more specifically when did you um start training them <laughs>
1: Um, well, back in – well, Peter um, was in Greyhounds when he was a teenager and um, he worked for Cousin Sam down at uh, Berkshire Park. Yep. And um, Peter and I have only been together for 22 years. Um, his first wife passed away at age 38 with um, cancer. Right. And, um And then we, you know, a couple of years after that we met up and um, – and he didn't have any dogs at that time, but then he, unbeknownst to me, he bought this um, greyhound, <laughs> the desire, and then all of a sudden this greyhound turns up on our doorstep one day. <laughs> this is back in uh, 2002, and, um, yeah, so I thought so that's how I was sort of introduced, you know, to greyhound <laughs> racing. And um, I didn't get my licence sort of to and. Four, I think it was, and then um, I just sort of helped out. I had my licence, but I wasn't really doing anything really until sort of 2005. Yeah. I had my first winner at um, Maitland over the 565 Acacia Rose. Oh, right. Uh, Yep. Yeah, I think that was in July 2005. Then in September 2005, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So then – I wasn't able to really do much with the dogs at all because they had to have you know, surgery and treatment and and whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, that sort of took a bit out of me, but it was good to have the greyhounds here. Like, we only have a small team. Yeah. Um, always have only had a small team. Um, and, you know, just trying to fit everything in with work commitments and everything. Yeah. And... Yeah, but it was a blessing to sort of have them because it sort of took my mind off what yeah. I was going through at the
0: time. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yep, and are you all good now? Sorry? Sorry, I was just going to say, are you all good now health-wise? Oh, yeah,
1: uh, 16 years uh, at the end of the month uh, was when I had my surgery. So oh, wow. yeah.
0: So, yeah, touch wood. I didn't realize when you said 2005, yep. you think, God, I, you know, you can't believe it's that long ago. <laughs> Seems like yesterday, 2005. I know, it's frightening. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. And it always, it, you know, I always
1: get a bit anxious around when it's your annual review and all that because, yeah, you know,
0: sure.
1: yep. you, you never you never know, you yep. know, because I've got friends that have, you know, have had it, been in remission and then they've got it back again, you yep. know, so yep. I don't really want to go down that path again.
0: Yep. Yep. No, definitely. And, um, you know, yeah. like I've, I've sort of, um, you know, bumped into you a couple of times at the guns, you know, when yourself and, and Marg Bright and Peter have been doing, you know, a lot of, um, you know, fundraising and that sort of thing, obviously that's, you know, that's a passion of yours. Cause every time, you know, there's a cause or somebody struggling, you know, you're sort of one of the first people to, to put your hand up and help fundraise. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell me about some of the ones that you've been involved in? Well, I think that's, Why that would be more um, the more likelihood
1: of people knowing me, not so much for for training a greyhound, but um, um, yeah, so because of the breast cancer, I was doing um, fundraisers at Gosford every October or around October every year. Um, I did that for 10 years straight, and we had the the 10th anniversary, uh, 2018, I think it was. And, um, you know, it's a lot of work, you know, months of preparation, yep. you know, coming up, you know, because you've got to ring around donations and sponsors and whatever. And I used to do it on my own, um, Cancer Council sort of wanted uh, the money that I raised went to the Cancer Council in New South Wales. They wanted to assist, you know, giving me some people to help out, but like, if anyone's done a fundraiser and you've got a team you you know um have you done this no have you done that no so i would rather do it myself and then yep. if the job's not done i've only got myself to blame yep. even though it would took more time to get done and whatever yep. but at least i know i'm only you know if it's not done it's i'm i'm to blame yep. so yep. but and um, yeah so I, I did that for 10 years and Cancer Council said to me on the tenth anniversary when they come and accepted the cheque at the Gosford Track, you know, oh next year and I said no, I'm going to have a breather. Yeah. You know, I've been doing it ten years straight. I think I'd raised over a hundred thousand dollars for them. Oh wow! So wow. and you know, when I originally started doing the um, fundraisers at Gosford Greyhound Track, originally only just started off with raffles. You know, so it might have only I might have only raised five hundred dollars the first year, but then as the years went on it just grew and grew and grew and you know you know some years I raised 30 odd thousand and yeah so um that's
0: awesome
1: we're with the the support of the community and you know um stud stud masters and yeah Yeah. just everyone that donated yeah so and then I've just been other fundraisers I've helped you know um I helped Margaret Bright do the Atkins family fundraiser you know her and Bailey and then I did the fundraiser to help Crystal and Jet and um, Scarlett last year after the passing of Troy and yeah yeah it's just you know that's just who I am I'm willing to help out wherever I can so yep
0: and what um you know obviously you've you've been involved in the the breeding and training side of ground Racing what um what do you enjoy most about about training? Winning, obviously. We all love winning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But, you know, in the past it hasn't been as good as it is at the moment. So, you know, we're, we're luckily these these two pups we've got at the moment, you know, they've got a bit of ability and, you know, they're showing us that and, you know, we're on a bit of a ride
0: at the moment. So, yep. yeah, it's really good. Have you got any I mean, um, good ones coming through? Oh, we've got some zipping Garth pups that oh, are nice. around. Oh, nice. Yep. out of Smiley
1: Sam again. That's her. Yep. That's her last letter. She's now been dissexed So, because yep. she's um, she's nine and a half. So yeah, yep. that was her last letter. So uh, well, she only had the three letters, but um, yeah. So yeah, it's, that'll be exciting times next year. But yeah. um, yeah, it all makes it work. Like we start our day at five five o'clock in the morning. So we get up, do our dogs in the dark, five o'clock, <laughs> on the walker machine, do what we have to do, get ready to work, go to work, come home, do the dogs again, oh yeah. God. So
0: you know, true, <laughs> fast. So, you know.
1: So we usually, you know, up at five, go to bed at half past ten thereabouts, or if you're racing, you know, like. We raced at the gardens on Sector night, I don't think we got home till half past 12 and then yeah. went to bed at up after one, you know. <laughs> oh, and then you've got to get up a few hours later again yeah. to do it again. You, know, you think, <laughs> oh, I must be mad. But, um, but you know, if you're know, getting, you know, we just get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And, yeah,
0: so. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, just for, you know, any, I like to ask, you know, most trainers this question, but, you know, for anybody looking to, Get into training, or maybe they're involved in the industry and thinking, "Oh, yeah, I might um, might have a go at pursuing training." What's some um, What's some of the best things, or you know, the best advice you could give um, to any prospective trainers out there? To trainers or someone looking to buy yes. a pup? And... Yeah, someone who's just maybe you know thinking about becoming a trainer. You know, what's some um, What's some of the key things that you think makes a makes a good trainer?
1: Well, you know, like. Um do your homework about if you know if you're buying a pup or a race dog and then maybe try and find a mentor that can maybe help you know guide you through you know um training a greyhound if you're just starting out
0: yeah yeah
1: like i've learned so much like you know peter's been in the game since he was a teenager so you know like 50 years you know he's got you know even though he hasn't been in the greyhound industry for that long he's got all that knowledge and whatever um you know so i've learned heaps and you've you know, you pick up things from other people. They'll they'll help you out. You
0: know. Yep. And guide you. Yep. Yeah, you just. I just. I told a couple of people. Just have a look at the stats and see who's winning, and then go and pick their brains. Because <laughs> yeah. they're obviously doing yeah, something they wouldn't right. Come, they wouldn't come and ask me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Dusty's going okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, look, well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, like, like you said before, you're having an amazing ride with her and now she's getting over a bit further. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely exciting times and, you know, you're zipping Garth little like he's absolutely flying at start at the moment, so no doubt um, there'll be a few good ones in there as well. So thanks for your time and, yeah, hopefully um, hopefully catch up with you at the track soon when we're all allowed back there. Yeah, thanks, Timony. No worries. Thanks for your time. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Mar, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.